Hey, what's going on, Who That Nation? It is yours truly, TJ Jones, the host of the State of the Saints podcast. And uh, Who That Nation, this is an impromptu edition of the State of the Saints podcast. Uh, Honestly, I wasn't um, going to do a podcast today. The only podcast I was going to do was uh, the interview that I was supposed to have this afternoon with Jermaine Bushride. Uh, But there's a lot of things going on in this world right now. There's a lot of things that need to be discussed. And, you know, honestly, I would be remiss if I did uh, have a show to talk about some of these issues. Now, I'm not a rookie to this thing. Uh, I know that a lot of people, you know, they get upset when I have shows like this that talk about and focus on social issues or maybe borderline political. They expect me to just kind of just talk about the saints in general just talk about the team but um we don't live in that type of world and that's not the type of person that i am you know um i love the new orleans saints uh, for those that haven't been following me long i was born and raised in new orleans i grew up in a night ward in new orleans uh you know i lived there for 19 years of my life until hurricane katrina hit in uh, 2005 i love new orleans i love the city i love the saints but before I even knew what a New Orleans Saints was, I was a black man. I lived in this world for 34 years. And um, some of the things that I'm seeing going on in the world are really troubling to me. Um, it, it is really like uh, tugging at my heartstrings. And it, it tugs at my heartstrings even more now that I'm a parent and I'm a father of a one-year-old son. You know, I, I, I've been thinking all night. And I'm thinking to myself how one day I'm going to have to have a conversation with my one-year-old son. And the conversation that I'm going to have with him is that there are going to be people in this world that are not going to like you and not because you did anything to them, not because you said anything to them, but because of the color of your skin. And, um, you know, that's not a conversation that I'm looking forward to having. And, uh, you know, I'm pretty sure I got a lot of uh, members of the Huda Nation that are parents, uh, have sons, uh, probably teenagers, young, you know what I'm saying, even adults. It's tough, you know. My mom uh, calls me all the time. She talks to me about, you know, how concerned she is, you know, especially like uh, me being out and about and, uh, you know, the type of, you know what I'm saying, the type of things that I do, the type of uh, – you know, the way I express myself, she said, you know, it concerns her. So, um, yeah, we're having this show, man. And um, look, if you have a problem with it, look, you don't have to watch it. You don't have to view it. Um, but we are going to be talking about this. And the topic of conversation is on the State of the Saints podcast is, will the NFL uh, follow the lead of the NBA? Uh, we know about the NBA canceling playoff games on yesterday. If you're uh, watching this on a Thursday um, they canceled games on Wednesday night. The Milwaukee Bucks uh, decided to cancel the game because of uh, the things that were going on in Wisconsin. Uh, they did it in protest. Uh, you know, we know what happened to uh, 
Jacob Blake, uh, the black man that was shot seven times by the police. Um, as he was walking to his car, the police shot him seven times in the back. Uh, we have uh, heard these stories over and over again. And, uh, you know, people want justice, man. And people are tired of dealing with these type of situations. And you're going to have people that are skeptic about, you know, skeptical about some of the things that are going on, you know, especially, you know, people always trying to find ways to try to discredit what they see. Look, I get it, man. You know, cameras don't always cover everything, but uh, there's one thing that, that you cannot dispute. A man was shot seven times in the back. And uh, we, we need to uh, stop uh, some of these these things from happening. How? Uh, I wish I had the answers for you, uh, but I don't. All right. I, I really don't. But this show is uh, dedicated to anybody that may have something to say. Um, I put the uh, phone number in the uh, in the um, in the chat. So I think the phone lines are open. You know, I wasn't going to open the phone lines until me and my big brother EJ started our uh, sports show uh, September 13th. But I just thought that would be only right. And if uh, we're having issues with the phone lines. Uh, then, you know, I, I guess, you know, I can probably just put the uh, the link that w I'm actually streaming this from and you can click on the link and you can uh, chime in that way. So we're I just want to hear from everybody. You know, I just if you have something to say, you got something on your heart, uh, you, you feel like it's something that needs to be expressed. Uh, you can call 504-354-0165. That's 504-354-0165. So I would love to hear from you. Um, Feel free to chime in, but you can also chime in by, uh, you know, leaving a comment as well. Uh, we got Jerry Port. What's going on, Jerry? We got uh, Kimberly, James, Chemo is in the building. Uh, Kevin, uh, thank you very much for being a part of the podcast. Uh, Jamarcus is here. Uh, I got my got my big brother, James Woody, up in this thing. You know what I'm saying? Shouts out to you, James, man. Uh, got Lakers uh, number one fan. So, I mean, we got we got people chiming in, man. So but uh, the question is, um, should the NFL follow suit? Uh, in my honest opinion, I feel like the New Orleans Saints, uh, as well as the rest of the NFL, need to follow the NBA's lead. You know, I, I feel like uh, the, the NBA uh, is a little bit different from the NFL because when you're dealing with the NBA, these players have way, way more power than the NFL does. And I feel like the NFL, they they still kind of got that that slave, you know what I'm saying, on a plantation type mentality, you know what I'm saying, where you know you you put certain things, you know what I'm saying, like out of the reach of the players. You know, like these players are not making as much money as these NBA players. You know, the guy that's probably sitting on the bench that's probably the eighth guy in rotation or the ninth guy in rotation, probably making more money than some of the top players in the NBA, I mean, in the NFL. So, I mean, it's different with these NFL players, man. I just feel like sometimes I'm just going to be real with you. Some of them, man, they just be talking a good game, but they ain't going to do nothing about it. You know, it's easy for us to like talk, you know, from the mountaintop. Okay. It's easy for us to talk about the Valley when we're up in the mountains, you know what I'm saying? When everything is comfortable to us, when we have everything at our disposal, it's easy for us to talk, but I would suggest those people that's talking from the mountaintop to go down in the valley sometimes. And I'm not saying all NFL players do this. You know, we know that they have players that are on the front line. You know, we even have a couple on, on the New Orleans Saints team, uh, Demario Davis, uh, Malcolm Jenkins. These guys 
uh, have been on on the front lines of fighting for uh, equality in, in Congress and uh, you know in different states around the country and even around the world. So, I mean, I got a lot of respect for those guys in that regard, but I feel like some of these other guys, you know, they don't want to risk the fact of losing a paycheck of, you know, to try to bring light to some of these uh, issues that are going on. And uh, even though the NBA is extremely popular, it is, the NBA is really popular. It's not as popular as American football is in, in the United States of America. It's just not. It, it, it is not. It is not more popular than the NFL. When the NFL speaks, the whole world like literally stops. Okay, the NBA is stopping for a couple of days. But when the NFL makes a move or the NFL makes big news, I mean, it is talked about at nauseum for days or even weeks at a time. So I feel like these NFL players need to take a look at themselves in the mirror, you know, and, and really monitor and take a look at uh, the conditions of this world, man. Because you have a lot of people out here, man, they're not going uh, to really do any type of reflection. They're not going to try to do any type of soul searching until you take something away from them that they love. And that's the NFL. You know, they love the NFL. They love the NBA. They love their sports because a sports is a distraction. It is like no matter what you're going through in your life, when the Saints come on nine times out of 10, when you watch a Saints game and they win, it's going to make you feel a little bit better than you did when you first started to watch the game. It changes the mood that you're in. It changes your week. We talk about this all the time here on, on the State of the Saints. When the Saints lose, Monday seems like it's a little bit darker. But when they win, it feels like the sun has come out and we're dancing. You know what I'm saying? We're, we're dancing and skipping down the street. So sports, you know, it, it, it excites us. It, it creates a mood for us. And a lot of these people are trying to use this as a distraction. And for all my people out there that, that are criticizing these type of situations, telling these uh, players to shut up and dribble, telling these tennis players shut up and, and swing your racket or a baseball player shut up and hit, and hit the baseball. You know, like, honestly, man, the world is going to change rather you want to change or not. And eventually you're going to be looking like an absolute idiot. Yes, I said it. You're going to be looking like an idiot. And no, you know what I'm saying, this is not a shot at, at, at people with difference of opinion because we all have a difference of opinion. But I'm talking about people who are so selfish that they don't want to look past themselves and they only care about what is important to them and what's going on in their community and what's going on on their block. OK, like if you are living your life like that, you are a selfish human being and you need to do some soul searching. OK, you should never ever in your entire life if somebody's laying out in the street try not to assist them at all and say it's not my business it's not my problem we need to lift each other up we need to try to figure out what's going on in these communities we need to stop allowing television and movies to tell us about different cultures we we carry those stereotypes with us and we think we have the whole narrative about different races i'm talking about african-americans too folks you know what I'm saying? We we think we know everything. We think we know it. We think we know the whole story about different cultures, the way they live, the way they operate, the way they move. We need to start having conversations with each other. And if you allow television and all these movies to tell you the narrative, then you're a coward. Straight up, you're a coward. Because all the people that's doing all this talking, you're waving your flag or you're putting your fist in the air. If you're not going to the table, and having conversations with one another. You are a coward. If you're not going to take the time out to see how a person feels, 
whether you agree with them or not, you are a coward. And that is the reason why we are in these conditions right now, because you got a bunch of people that's talking loud and not saying a damn thing. We need to wake up, folks. We need to wake up and, and stop trying to be the most correct person in the room and try to be the most informed person in the room. It's as simple as that. I'm going to go ahead and read some of the comments that we have. Uh, start with Jamarcus. Jamarcus says the NFL needs to do something. This has been going on for 200 uh, plus years. Look, the NFL has been uh, in existence for 101 years. Jamarcus, you said 200. Look, it starts uh, with some of these, these members of Congress, the, these people that's on Capitol Hill. You know, I, I was looking at Undisputed today, and uh, Shannon Sharp, I mean, he said something that I've been saying for I don't know how long. You know, I, I look, rather you're a fan of Donald Trump or not, rather you're a fan of Barack Obama or not, look, those guys only uh, are in office four to eight years tops. You got a lot of these people in Congress. You got people like Nancy Pelosi. You got people like uh, Schumer. Uh, you know what I'm saying? You got all these different people that are on Capitol Hill that have been there for like 30 plus years. You got Nancy Pelosi out here, you know what I'm saying, wearing a Kente uh graduation style and stuff like that. In my opinion, sometimes, you know, I feel like they try to pander to a certain uh, side when they know that election time is coming around to keep themselves in their positions. But we really have to start asking ourselves, folks, if we are dealing with the same situations, uh, 20 30 years, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, for, for 20, 30 years, what has been the common denominator here? Those same individuals that have been in Congress and in the Senate for I don't know how long, they have been the common denominator. Those are the people, you know what I'm saying, that are really the ones that's, that's on the floor trying to create, quote unquote, change, okay? Change, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I, I look, I feel like term limits need to be the, the first thing we need to look at. We need to go ahead and get these people out of here that are only telling you what you need to hear so you can go out there to the polls and say, I like them. Oh, I seen them talking to Cardi B. Oh, I seen them talking to Megan Thee Stallion. Oh, I seen them talking to, uh, you know, my favorite uh, basketball player, my favorite football player and pandering. Look, we don't need pandering right now. We need solutions. And if these people are not giving us what we need in order for us to create change, then get them the hell up out of here. You know what I'm saying? Like, for real, like it is time now for us to stop trying to be politically correct and really focus on what has really been going on in this world. You know, like, really, you know what I'm saying? Like, we really have to start looking at why are we in this position? And sometimes it is going to take the things that we feel like are our allies the things that we support dearly, maybe we're going to have to start questioning those things too. But it's time for some solutions, okay? The NFL, the NBA, I feel like that's a good move because it, it makes people react. But another another thing we need to start looking at is, man, is getting these people up out of here that's been there forever and who just basically just been sitting in Washington, D.C. and their little lofts and their townhomes and, and going there every day and, you know what I'm saying, and just collecting a check. Uh, and not creating any type of change whatsoever. If you don't want the real, then this is not the podcast for you. Okay, this I'm just being 100. Uh, Ricky Smith says, Thanks, TJ. Man, I appreciate you, Rick. Thank you so much. 
uh bonnie says don't care stop watching them too yeah look if, if you got a problem with it don't watch you know i i don't care you know what i'm saying that's that's the point i'm at if you don't watch if you don't like it don't watch it okay because the world is going to change people are tired y'all understand people are tired people are tired of watching these things happen over and over and over and over again and look you're going to be uncomfortable that that creates change think about back in the 1950s when 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 people were walking into and sitting down at lunch counters and, and because they wanted uh to desegregate restaurants and desegregate department stores well that wasn't the most popular thing in the world at the time and hell i know it made a lot of people feel uncomfortable but it was a necessary uncomfortability that needed to take place i mean change isn't about being comfortable okay it, it's not about that okay it's not about uh change cannot be a postopedic uh pillow or, or you know said a postopedic bed it can't be a soft couch from your local furniture store it's got to be a damn box on the concrete sometimes and you have to lay on it it's going to be uncomfortable it may make your back hurt it may make your shoulder hurt it may make your legs hurt it's not the best element it's not the best situation to be in but damn it needs to take place and too many people have been laying on young postopedic beds for a very long time so to speak they have been resting on postopedic pillows for a long time avoiding what's going on in the world avoiding the situations that we need to address that needs to change and regardless to if you say i don't want to watch it or not look the fact i'm, I'm just gonna be real <laughs> the fact that you feel like you have to go on social media to publicize the fact that you're not watching the nfl or the nba goes to tell me that you know for a fact nobody gives a damn about you not watching no i'm just being 100 like for you to have to go out your way to express that who do you think cares like honestly who do you think cares if you don't watch the nfl and the nba please tell me please tell me if if you decide that you don't want to watch it and like i said it's, it's your uh it's it's your prerogative it's your choice do you think people sit up there and say man you know what uh jimmy x or, or 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 george b or you know what i'm saying they ain't watching it man you know what i ain't gonna watch it either nobody cares man nobody cares like you don't have to publicize that if you don't want to do it that's your prerogative but a lot of you are doing it because you don't want to really face facts if you have face facts and you still feel that way then i'll be for you but a lot of you just like i, I just don't want to watch this no more i'm tired of this i'm tired of that and you don't want to do no soul searching. So if you want to live in your little box, if you don't want to have the tough conversations, if you don't want to really understand what's going on or really try to seek the truth, rather whatever truth you want to find, then that's, that's you. And you're going to get lost in the shuffle when, when progress takes place. So, one, I mean, but like I said, it's your choice. April says, I think the NFL should follow the NBA. Well, you know, that's... That's a good, uh, you know, that's a good point, April. You know, I think I think they should as well. Michael says, I think all sports need to be canceled. I don't think it will matter. Well, it would happen because all these sports care about is money. Black Lives Matter. Um, Mike, it's just the truth. You know, you, you, you hit the nail on the head. In order for you to really get the attention of, of these people who have money, 
you got to take it away from them. You have to you have to disarm them of the one power that they possess, and that is they cheddar, they skrilla, they green guys, they broccoli. You know what I'm saying? Like you know what I'm saying? Like so, I, I feel like all of these things that are taking place can open the eyes of some of the owners out there. You start taking the money away from them, that's when they're going to start to wake up because that's the one thing that separates them from being an average Joe Blow. So you go out here and you say, man, look, I ain't taking it. You know what I'm saying? I'm, look, I'm walking out. That is going to cost them money and they ain't going to have no choice but to listen to you because regardless to the people that feel like NFL players, NBA players don't have power, Okay. Yeah, you believe that if you want to. Those guys got more power than than you think. The only the only difference is now they're starting to realize the type of power that they actually have. She says we are all uh, special to someone. I mean, yeah, we're all special to someone. That is true. I mean, but at the same time, you know, everybody out here ain't getting shot down, getting murdered, getting shot seven times in the back. And uh, like I said, people are getting tired of watching these things, you know, happen. And, you know, I feel like, you know, we have to pay attention to these type of things. I'm sorry. We just have to. Dwayne says, uh, good morning, who that nation. What's going on, Dwayne? Appreciate you stopping by. Uh, Jerry Poor says, amen. Uh, Ramsey says, what I was thinking the same. Are you ready for a regular season? I hope everybody's surviving a hurricane tomorrow. What a punch she is. Yeah, Ramsey. I mean, it's looking a little rough out there. You know, I, I mean, I, I made a video uh, about, uh, you know, my feelings about the hurricane and um, people, you know, I, I will hope that they actually try to find higher ground, try to get out of harm's way. Of course, that was met with backlash and people, you know, talking about, well, you know, people ain't got no the means to do this. People ain't got the means to do that. Uh, you know, of course, you know, I'm, I'm talking about the people that can and, and, and can in their power to get out of the way okay i mean of course i'm talking about those folks but we all know how things go you know what i'm saying anytime somebody put a status up they got to dissect it they got to break it down they got to put it under a microscope they got to find the atoms and split atoms i get it okay the only thing that i'm saying is i want people to be safe i want people to be safe i want people to take care of themselves me from personal opinion look it's not like i'm talking out of my behind you know what i'm saying i'm from new orleans born and raised i'm no longer in new orleans because of hurricane katrina i know about the fact that it 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 basically wiped out every childhood memory that i have i no longer can go to my elementary school i can't even show my son uh what daddy grew up at so this isn't somebody that's just talking out there behind all right so i'm hoping that the people that have experienced that can you know that can open their eyes and realize that these hurricanes aren't anything to play with looking i understand man it, it, it's inconvenience and money has to be involved in getting gas and all these other things that you need to get but damn it is worth it it is worth it if that means saving your life i mean isn't it jermaine says stop trying to be the most correct person in the room and seek to be the most informed person in the room. I mean, it, it's the truth. Shouts out to my frat brother Jermaine. I mean, it, it's true. I mean, we 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 spend most of our time on social media. We spend most of our time on social media trying to prove the other person wrong. We don't even look at what the person says. 
We don't even try to understand what the person is saying. We just, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. And this is why you're wrong. Everybody does not grow up like us. Everybody doesn't have the same mind frame as us. And it's very important for us to try to understand one another. And hell, if you can't reach a common ground, if you cannot reach an agreement, then agree to disagree and move on. But at least you left that conversation more informed and more and have more understanding about a person's beliefs and viewpoints. I say it all the time, man. As, as me being you know, a, a radio personality, me doing broadcasting, me doing podcasts, man, I will interview, I will interview the grand cyclops, the you know what I'm saying, the, the grand wizard of Ku Klux Klan. I would. I, I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I do not care. I mean, I'm not going to agree with, I'm pretty sure, a lot of the things that they say. But, you know what I'm saying, I will leave that conversation better because I'm like, well, this ain't the type of person I want to be around. Or this type of person I never see out of eye with. I will become better. For better or for worse. That is the problem in society today. That is the problem. We look at these debate shows. We look at these split screens on these political shows. And we choose sides within 10 minutes, okay? You never hear nobody saying, you're right, you're, I was wrong. You know what? You have a good point. We never hear that, right? It's all about if this person backs us into a corner, it's all about us getting our Floyd Mayweather on and trying to maneuver and show the roll our way out of situations. Listen, try to comprehend, try to understand one another. That is how we're going to get out of these conditions. Period. Mike says, my family had to leave Louisiana yesterday. Man, shouts out to your family, man. I hope that they're uh, safe, uh, Mike, man. And, um, you know, my prayers go out to them. Dietrich Mill says, need term limits for Congress and the Senate. Absolutely. 100, 1,100%. I think we get mad at the wrong folks, folks. Look, I don't even like politics. I don't. I don't because I just feel like it's just a bunch of uh, a bunch of dishonesty. People just uh, doing different things in order for people to go out and vote for them. I'm not even a fan of politics. Do I vote? Yes, I do vote. OK, you know, I try to find the best interest to me, my family, uh, my future. OK, but. I think sometimes we met at the wrong folks. These are the same people that have like, think about this. I'm 34 years old, right? Nancy Pelosi has been in Congress as long as I've been alive almost. Think about that. And I think about how many people, how many people have, have been racially profiled and killed or, you know what I'm saying, like put in jail. All these different things, you know what I'm saying, that have taken place all the while while she has been in Congress. Sometimes we have to look, man, and be like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Why does this keep happening? I mean, like I said, the president is only in office for eight years. Eight tops. That's it. Unless you want to go back to uh, the Roosevelt days when they can actually have three turns. But that's another story for another day. We have to start looking at these folks, man, <laughs> and, and, and think like, man, OK, if they can go out here and go back and forth on the, on the floor, the try to decide if we're going to get this stimulus check or, 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 you know what I'm saying? Or decide if we're going to get these uh, type of rules or we're going to get this type of money in our communities. Well, 
why don't we just look at the fact that these people can actually change the world by the stroke of a pen? They can actually have this type of legislation in place. So when situations like this occur, we won't have these issues. I mean, I'm just saying. I'll be ripping them. Thank you very much for the $2. He says, it's time for change. Make America fart again. <laughs> I'll be ripping them. Thank you very much for uh, lightening the mood here, you know, and, you know, I appreciate you. I'll be ripping them. Thank you for your $2, man. Thank you. Dwayne says, there'll be a whole bunch of, uh, yeah, I, I mean, sociopathic individuals in television, sports, and politics who will show their true colors at the very moment in time. Just watch. Uh, yeah, uh, I feel like um, I feel like a lot of these reporters out here that are that are on the front line, the ones that we we respect. I feel like they're looking at this selfishly. Um, you know, they're talking about the NBA, but at the same time, it seems like to me they're trying to tug at the heartstrings and trying to uh, make these these athletes feel guilty about some of the decisions that they make because they want to be able to be on television and have something to write about and have something to talk about. It's about them. Okay. So, I mean, we've seen it with Kyrie Irving, right? When Kyrie Irving questioned this, this very uh, bubble that the NBA is in right now, because of the same reason those guys decided to uh, boycott the game yesterday. And everybody looked at Kyrie Irving like he was crazy. Oh, Kyrie Irving. Oh, he trying to be LeBron. Oh, he just trying to be a leader. He not a leader, this, that, and the third. Well, I tell you what, man, how good does Kyrie Irving look after what he said and how things have transpired now? So a lot of these media people out here, they try to focus on. They try to focus on themselves and they, they say things based on their own interests and not so much about the world at large. I think sometimes they make it about them. So, yeah, I do. I've been saying that quite a bit. Ramsey says, I totally agree with that state of, of a spank. The big issue is all money. The system in politics is very corrupt. Our vote really doesn't matter anymore because of all those uh, down the money. And as much as we, well, I guess you wanted to write something else. Uh, but Ramsey, yeah, I, look, it's all about getting votes at the end of the day. It's all about, uh, you know, it's all about their best interest sometimes. I don't think, you know, and I honestly, I don't feel like major politicians are going to change anything. I think the local, that's why local elections are important, man. Like we shouldn't just want to go out there and vote for president. We should want to go out there and vote for city council. We should want to go out there and vote for aldermen. We should want to go out there and vote for the sanitation, uh, here the sanitation, man. We should want to vote for all those people that, that are running. You know, it's not just about presidential elections here man because it's about our communities as well but we gotta we we gotta stand up official says what's popping tj man what's going on man thank you for checking out the podcast this is very impromptu you know i just want to let everybody know that wasn't expecting to be on right now but y'all know me i i gotta be i gotta be 100 i gotta i gotta be i gotta be me uh Amen. We need more solutions and answers to these important issues and we need to go vote. And it's time for change. Just being real on what I feel. Yeah, I appreciate that, Ren. Appreciate you uh, for your comment. Uh, we got Kenneth Gordon says, when you get uh, a chance, check your email to see if anyone cares if you don't watch sports anymore. 
period. Nothing else needs to be said. Uh, Kendall says, sometimes being uncomfortable is the way we learn uh, we need to get out of our comfort zone. Yep. I guarantee you the people that I guarantee you the people that feel so strongly about some of these things that's going on, rather, you know what I'm saying, they're white or black. I guarantee you, you you barely have any interaction with a person of the opposite race. You you don't. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's true, man. I mean, I'm I'm not telling you nothing that I don't know. Like I said, I was born and raised in the nine ward. The elementary, the middle, and the high school that I went to, I mean, probably was like 98, 99% black. I used to have to go to like Shell Met, St. Bernard Parish, Metairie, Kenner, go to places like that. I, I mean, it would almost be, if I seen a white person, it would almost be like I seen a unicorn. I mean, I'm just being real. Like, so I, man, a long time. A very, very, very long time. I can go months without seeing somebody of the opposite race. I, I, it's, the, it's just the truth. So a lot of the things, you know what I'm saying, that, that I learned about white people when I was young, I mean, I learned on TV. You know what I'm saying? Like I did. And I feel like it's the same way when it comes to like other coaches. We don't interact with people, you know what I'm saying? We know that the house that we live in, the neighborhood that we live in, we don't see many people that look, like African-American that look African-American or look uh, Hispanic or look uh, Middle Eastern. You know, we don't, you know, so we allow television to create narratives for us and we run with it. We got to stop doing it. This world is a huge place and we need to start having these conversations. TJ, I have been an upstanding uh, 21 year old. I have an upstanding 21 year old son and a 26 year old daughter. And as a concern and a loving father of my kids, I worry about them because of situations like this. So it's foolish to turn a blind eye. Yeah, man, I, I said it. I said it at the beginning. You know, as a father, you know, I mean, these, these type of situations, man, they hit home. And they, and they hit pretty hard, too, man. Knowing that my son is going to have to grow up in a world like this right now, it concerns me. Tyrell says, uh, seeking social justice is way bigger than any sport as a black man. I'm scared to go out of my house without worrying about cops possibly messing with me for no reason. It's time for a change. Yeah, I, I mean, a lot of people feel that way. A lot of people feel strongly about that. Like nobody, I mean, nobody really cares sometimes, you know what I'm saying, that you're an upstanding citizen. Like they just see you sometimes as just being a black man. You know, like I, I think about that from time to time. You know, I, I was out with my wife yesterday. We we stopped at the local Kroger or whatever. And you know what I'm saying? We both had on like workout equipment and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I, I just took a moment and I just kind of looked. And uh I was just wondering, I'm like, I know for a fact, you know what I'm saying? Like, I looked at my wife. And I was like, I guarantee you, like a person walked past her. I guarantee you, they probably weren't thinking a million years if they were to fall out on this floor, that most likely nine times out of 10, she wouldn't be the one in the store that knew exactly what to do to save their life. You know, like I think about that. And she she tells me sometimes, you know, like, ah, it really don't matter, but it does, man. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody looks at me, you know, know that I went to college or 
you know what I'm saying? Like, or what I do for a living or what she does for a living. You know what I'm saying? They just see probably just two people just walking in the store that probably don't benefit them in any other way. So, you know, I think about that sometime, you know, with, with the whole profiling thing. Ramsey also says it's hard to do, but it can be done. But what's the money that they can really do a lot of things at the same time? I agree. We need to change. We are making money. Um, it's just an object. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it can't always be about money sometimes, Ramsey. Sometimes it got to be about taking a stand. Uh, who that for life? Chris Fields says, proud of my black brothers. Is the NFL uh, really about that? So uh, they'll follow suit. America doesn't deserve sports when we have to actually debate uh, and prioritize uh, prioritization of life. Uh, Black Lives Matter. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, we got to prioritize. We got to focus. And, um, you know, what I'm saying on, on the task at hand. And I feel like sometimes people use those uh, situations as scapegoats. Uh, they, they use them as scapegoats because they feel like the world is constantly developing information. Like you go on social media, man, like you might have a hashtag going on for about 16, 18 hours, probably even a whole day. And people will probably be talking about it. I'll give you a prime example. So uh, do you all realize it's been like one year yesterday since this whole phenomenon about the Popeye chicken sandwich took place? Uh, everybody was talking about the Popeye chicken sandwich, how good it was, you know, how the, all the lines were wrapped around the corner and stuff like that in order to get the Popeye chicken sandwich. Fast forward to a year later, are we really talking about the Popeye chicken sandwich? I mean, when we stop at Popeye's, we probably want to get it, but we're it, it's not, people aren't showing videos of themselves eating the sandwich. They're not, you know, criticizing the sandwich. They're not uh, endorsing the sandwich. They're not doing any of those things. It's because the information just constantly passes by. And that's what a lot of these people are counting on. They're counting for us to go to sleep and not pay attention to some of the things that are going on in the world at large. It's not going to it's not going to happen this time. It's not. And I think a lot of people are mad because they're so set in their ways. They're used to these type of situations just coming and going. The problem is. People are sitting on these these topics and a lot of people are upset because it's like, all I want to do is watch TV. Well, all I want to do is be black and not be profiled. I'm pretty sure that that uh, that Muslim person, all they want to do is be able to walk in the store, walk in the department store and not be looked at as a terrorist. I'm pretty sure that Hispanic person that's walking down the street uh, don't want to be profiled and, and saying, are they really a citizen of this country? Okay, so here we are. So, <laughs> and, and I, I find it ironic, man, that, you know, that some uh, people out here are upset, you know, at the fact that they're feeling uncomfortable. You know, like I, I hear that word a lot. I'm uncomfortable. They're making me feel uncomfortable. How uncomfortable you think black people have been in this country for over 400 years? How uncomfortable do you think that Hispanic people feel uh, listening to some of the things that are going on and some of the things that are being said about them. How uncomfortable do you think uh, Middle Eastern people are feeling right now? Or people from other countries, how they're feeling right now? It's not about being comfortable once again, okay? It's, it, the time for being comfortable is over. It's time for you to step up or step aside. 
Because if you don't step aside, then this whole thing called equality is going to run your ass over. John says, uh, yes, cancel the season. I'm a serious fan, New Orleans, all day. But how long before we get what really deserve to the black community? And it's getting worse, man. More of us die by the police than anything, not just what they catch on camera, but what's not being caught on camera. Too many of y'all sleeping, accepting the apologies and lies. I'm for the ice cube approach, accountability. Talk about the gentrification going on um, and, that are going on all over America. Look, <sighs> gentrification is a, is a story for another day, John, but you, you touched on a lot of, lot of good points when it comes to, uh, you know, things that are not being seen. Just imagine, you know what I'm saying? Like the first iPhone came out in 2007. That's when it came out. It came out in 2007. So that's about what? 13 years, if I'm not mistaken, about 13 years. So that's when like everybody, you you can honestly say around 20, uh, about 2008, everybody had a camera of some kind. Okay. I say about 2012, everybody had video cameras on their phones. So you're probably looking at about eight years that people can actually document in real time what's really going on or what they're actually seeing. What about all those other times where we didn't have the, the technology that we have before the iPhone came out? You know what I'm saying? Before all of these, these different cell phones came out that we use, the Galaxy or whatever, people were getting gunned down and it was he said, she said. It was high school, middle school stuff. You know what I'm saying? It was all about who probably had the most credibility. Nine times out of ten, it was law enforcement. And who did what, which is the person that getting arrested, the person that's getting gunned down. So it was the whole take my word for it. Think about that. Think about how many words are being taken because people don't have access to their cell phones. Something to think about. That's a good point. That's a good point, John. Appreciate that comment. Who that for life, uh, Chris Field says, and Drew Brees still has to prove to me he understands the plight of people of color. Look, um, that's what this is where I'm going to uh this is where I'm going to kind of disagree with something that you said. Look, I feel like people have a right to make mistakes. All right. And I'm not just saying that because I'm a Saints fan and I like Drew Brees. I feel like Drew Brees has enough skins on the wall to for us to give him the benefit of the doubt. He has donated money. And I'm talking about even before this situation happened. He has donated money to uh, poverty stricken areas. This guy has been to like different countries and stuff like that to help uh, build houses and stuff like that. I think even in Africa, you know what I'm saying? He's been there. So I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. But I do think that it goes back to what I was saying earlier, not having a full understanding of how a person grew up, how certain situations feel to somebody opposite of yourself. Okay. I mean, you have to understand that. And I feel like Drew Brees kind of disassociated himself from, some of the issues that some of his teammates 
or some other people that that would actually literally take a bullet for him like honestly like people like honestly drew Brees. I think he, he live off in Garden City somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Like in a, in the Garden District, excuse me, in, a, in Garden in the Garden District. They say Drew Brees used to go jogging and stuff like that, like early in the morning, like when he first got to New Orleans. I don't know if he does it now. And they said that, you know, like nobody would do anything to him. Like if Drew Brees were running down a dark alley in the middle of the night, like somebody would kick somebody, you know what, if somebody touched Drew Brees. You know, that's the type of loyalty they have. But I feel like he kind of disassociated himself from those type of people that, that feel that way about him. But I feel like I gave – I'm going to give Drew Brees the benefit of the doubt, okay? I don't feel like he has to prove anything to me. I think it just – it matters most about the people that 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 he have to be in that locker room with, like the Malcolm Jenkinses of the world that criticized him, like the, the, Mike, the Michael Thomases of the world. Those are the people that, you know, he had to prove something to, especially like the offensive linemen and stuff like that. So, I mean, those are the type of people that you're going to have to prove it to. You know, so I, I don't know, man. I think he has enough skins on the wall for us to uh, kind of get, I won't say give him a pass, but chunk it up to the fact that he kind of disassociated himself, rather it be because of the tax bracket he, he's in or the way that he grew up. But um, I think he got the picture. Blank man, J5, man, I ain't, I ain't hear from you in a while, man. What's going on, brother? Say, it sucks when your phone is slow. Nothing is unlimited. <laughs> Why boost? <laughs> man, shouts out to J5, man. I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't heard from you in a while, brother. Appreciate you stopping by. Scroll down a little bit. I know quite a bit was said. Chemo says, apart, we need to come together. Yeah, we need to come together, but it all starts with us. It all starts with us humbling ourselves. We got to be humble, folks. You know, that's why, you know, people act, tell me all the time, I get the inboxes, and I appreciate it, folks. I really do. People are like, man, TJ, man, the State of Saints podcast moving up, man. I just started. I just remember when you first started and you was doing this. And look, by the grace of God and by you all, you know what I'm saying? God, I feel like, blessed me with the ability to expound on different things, to take words and, 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 you know what I'm saying, and, and, you know, and create content. I thank him for that. You know, but I never just uh, sit up here and like, man, you know what, man, I got this person. I'm talking to this person. Like, it's about being humble, man. It's about putting yourself to the side and appreciating others' existence. I mean, I mean, when I say I appreciate you, I mean it. When I say I love you, I mean it. When I say that I welcome any opinion that comes my way, I mean it. Because I don't feel like I'm the most correct person in the room. I don't feel like I, my my word is gospel, okay? I don't feel like when I speak, I'm T.D. Jakes or Cleflo Dollar or something like that. or You know what I'm saying? Or, or Billy Graham. I, like, I don't feel like I'm any of those people. You know, so... I welcome everybody. We have to humble ourselves, folks. We, we're, we're too prideful at times. Humble yourself. Humble yourself to figure out what is really going on in the world. And stop trying to hide behind everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I love the flag and I ain't trying to hear what you're talking about. If somebody is really literally trying to tell you what, how they came to the conclusion of protesting, 
or came to the conclusion you you actually getting the information from the horse's mouth i mean that's what i don't understand how can somebody on the outside looking in how can you take their word over the person that is being criticized for their opinion when that person comes to you and tells you how they felt at the time how is it that we are not looking at the person themselves i'll tell you why it's because deep down inside to your very core you do not want to know the truth you do not want to understand another person's feelings because if you did you would have to look in the mirror at yourself and some of the things and some of the things the, the the values that you hold dear to you you would have to question and we hate that we hate it we hate to strip ourselves we hate to stand in the mirror naked but damn it we're gonna have to and we're going to have to evaluate ourselves and we're gonna have to look at ourselves and we're gonna have to find that one thing that we are missing and that's humility folks we have to find it jermaine says um from my real life i worked as a deputy clerk for an elected clerk of circuit court for four years four to eight years as an employee in a place like that is some real time um for what one to four terms feel like yeah man you know I, it's time it's time for a change not not just in communities but politically as well okay i mean it, it's time for us to do some some restructuring Daho says sub tj i'm watching you while at work business is slow uh due to the storm i appreciate that Daho saying fan and uh be careful man be careful out there um you know with that storm ghostface says i'm really enjoying these comments a lot of good viewpoints from good people this podcast rules i think i'm just going to listen and learn uh ghostface gorilla thank you very much man always with the positivity i really do appreciate it brother appreciate it uh james says if they are not uh, willing to do uh that then they need to go and if people at the top don't understand they won't change laws to make things equal for all they have uh they have to go too. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. I agree. Jerry said, This is why I love watching the State of the Saints podcast on YouTube. TJ, you are speaking the truth. Look, man, I'm just I'm just giving my opinion about how I feel right now. And like I said, I noticed the State of the Saints podcast. And we do talk about the Saints. And the topic of the day, uh, should the NFL uh follow the lead of the NBA? Okay, you can talk about that if you want to, but you have to be blind not to be able to see what's going on, okay? And if you're blind, you can hear, okay? And honestly, you know, they say when you lose one uh, sense, you know, the other one amplifies. So if you can't see, you damn sure will be able to hear very well because you count on your your ability to hear in order for you to uh, count, you know what I'm saying, for the fact that you can't see. So I know you can, I know you can hear it. And if you can't hear it, you definitely can see the situation that's going on in the world. So no excuses, in my opinion. Drew Brees says, look at Jacob Blake arrest report. Don't want to hear it. Oh, so that may that means, oh, so that means that um 
he deserves to get shot. You know what I'm saying? That means he deserves to get shot, right? If, you know what I'm saying, if uh, he does have an arrest record, then take his ass to jail, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, if, if you feel like he did something uh, that, that warrants him getting arrested, then arrest him, period. Like, that's the thing about it, man. Like, who, who are we to play judge, jury, and executioner? Uh, in this case, executioner. Like, people do stuff wrong. They do wrong. They do wrong. People make mistakes. People, you know what I'm saying, like, get arrested for different things. They become different people. Hell, do we want to be held accountable for every mistake that we made in our entire life? I've made mistakes over and under. Okay, so am I supposed to get judged for everything that I do? Who the hell are we? Who the hell are we to say, oh, man, this person deserves to get shot. Oh, this person deserves to get killed. Oh, look what he did. Look at this. I don't give a damn what the dude did. Take him to jail. And if his crime uh, results in uh, him, you know, getting the death penalty or cap you know, capital murder or whatever like that, do it that way. Shooting a dude seven times. Oh, look at his arrest record. I don't, man. Stop, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. I, I'm tired of that, man. Who, like, honestly, who, who the hell are we? Who the hell are we? Oh, I mean, he, he did this. He did that. Man, honestly, the only reason why some of us probably ain't in jail right now is because what we did ain't documented. Yeah, I said it. Some of us, you know what I'm saying, deserve for, you know, rather, you know, Rather it be us, get, you know what I'm saying, getting some type of fine. Rather it be us, you know what I'm saying, getting some jail time. Let's call it for what it is. Well, we like to be judged on everything that we did. We are, as much as we try to say that we're Jesus Christ, that we was born, lived in this world for 33 years and died on the cross for salvation of the world. You can think that if you want to, but you ain't Job and you ain't Jesus. Okay. You're not, you're not perfect. You, you're, you made mistakes in your life, period. So I don't give a damn what his arrest record say. I don't care if he, I don't care what he did. I, I don't care what he said. I, I don't care. I, I really don't care what he did. Bring him to jail. Bring him to jail and, and then sort it out that way. Arrest uh, reports don't give them the right to put seven shots in someone. Straight up. Never said that if you read what I said. Okay, let me let me clarify. Yeah, clarify this because Drew Drew Brees, man. You, I mean, you need to clarify it. I'm uh implying. Look at facts and truth, homie. Had the police called on him because of a domestic issue. Um, so he deserves to go to jail. He deserves to go to like honestly, he deserves to go to jail. Period. He deserves to go to jail. These deserve to get shot in the back. Even if, you know what I'm saying? Even if that is the case. Let's look at the facts here. How many people, uh, I, okay, we're dealing with a global pandemic right now, right? Dealing with a global pandemic. Started in March. Do you realize that domestic violent percentages have went up? I didn't, I, I'm sorry, but I haven't heard many arrests, uh, you know what I'm saying, arrests for domestic violence ended in somebody getting shot seven times. I mean, excuse me. And, and we had a, a fair share of them now. You know what I'm saying? It, it's, it's basically at an all-time high right now, but probably because people are at home and, and they're in the same uh, vicinity 
you know what I'm saying, more than they, they normally were. But I haven't heard many reports about somebody getting shot in the back seven times. I'm just saying. Usually when these domestic issues uh, take place, they go to jail. Why didn't this guy go to jail? What made what made this different? Oh, because I'm pretty sure they ran his record. And they probably looked at what he did. Like, man, come on. This ain't my first rodeo. The first thing a police officer do, they ask you for your ID. Then they go to the car. They check and they see. And they look at your record and they see if some of the things that you did. And I feel like the energy that that they come back with, not all, not all of them. But it can be completely different if they find out that you have a ticket, a warrant, or something. The energy changed because they feel like they have to possibly handle you differently. So maybe that could have been a case. Let's not look at, you know what I'm saying? Let's let's look at it all, all the way around. Even if, you know what I'm saying, he was, you know, dealing with domestic violence. You, you let the case, you let the courts handle that. You don't play executioner. You know what I'm saying? That's not the time for that. You're supposed to detain a guy. And allow the courts to deal with it. Let me see. Homie was known as a violent, uh, let me see, violent uh, criminal. Never said that he should have been paralyzed. He shouldn't have tried to run. Uh, he didn't run. He tried to walk. And, you know, he didn't run. He, he, he walked. You know what I'm saying? And I, I don't know. So, and, and, and when he walked, you know, he, he walked to his car. So, in order for you to say, I don't know, he put, put could have possibly had a gun, well, that kind of could have fell into the category of uh, some of the things that we're being critical of, right? You're saying, look at the facts. So the facts is he walked to his car. We don't know if he was going to get in his car to drive off to be like, I'm over this. We don't know what, what he walked to his car for. So, uh, and, you know, and you say he, he was a, a violent criminal or whatever like that. That's all, spe- you know what I'm saying? That's all speculation. You know, we don't know how violent this guy was. We are not around this guy. We don't talk to this guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, we we ain't doing, like, uh, Bob Costas-type interviews with people that, that know him. So we all just speculating right now. But at the end of the day, rather you want to speculate or not, rather you want to talk about him walking away or not, the fact is, dude shouldn't have got shot in the back seven times. I'm sorry. You, you, can't, you can't make sense out of that. I, okay, he shouldn't have walked away. Okay, you know what I'm saying? You got to, I, I can I can understand that to a certain extent. Like, if you want to go that route. But for him to get shot in the back, nah, I can't roll with that. I, I can't do it. I can't roll with it, man. Can't roll with it. Troy says, I still don't give him the right to put bullets in him. He didn't draw down on them laws, so they're supposed to arrest him. I mean, we seeing videos now, you know, Police uh, out there getting whooped in the streets, you know, and, and yet, you know, they still ain't drawing their guns. So I don't know. J-Rock says, why bring a knife to a gunfight? I'm sure Jacob even knew that. Uh, Trish said, this is sad. If he would have just stopped and talked to them, this wouldn't have been the outcome. They didn't know what he was reaching for when he was reaching in the car. I guess I'm 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 just uh you're entitled to your opinion. I'm not here to change people's opinion. I'm just here to give my opinion, you know, about how I feel about it. P 
People need to know laws and what cops are trained for. Blake had a weapon or something in his hand. They tased him and it didn't work. So uh, cops uh, use guns as last option. Like I said, you're, you're entitled to your opinion. I'm not here to change anybody's opinion. The cops had other choices than deadly force. Uh, Jason says, been a victim of police uh, races when I was a kid and shall met with me and my friends just riding the bikes to the park out there. Set the course on how I look at the police, uh, at all police. I don't even talk to them. Well, Jason, I mean, I don't feel like uh, one bad apple should spoil a bunch. There are a lot of good police officers out here, man, that are protecting and, and doing things the right way. So I'm not going to criticize all police officers. Um, it's unfortunate that uh, these, you know, the, the good police officers are, are getting a bad shake uh, due to the fact that some of the, the ones out there that are, you know, not doing things the right way. So I, I don't want to judge everybody, but I, I get it, man. I mean, that that's your, you know, your personal uh, experience with them. You know, I'm not here to change that, but just i just want you to know man they do have some good ones out here that's going hard uh and doing the right things troy says uh yeah right uh them demons was going to shoot anyway because that's what they trained to do we targets bro it doesn't matter if you record uh clean or not that's i mean i don't know man i just feel like th there should be other ways there should be other ways to solve these issues. Don't have, always have to end in bloodshed. Uh, Joe says, when darkness surrounds you, you might be tempted to look for a switch or hope that a light comes on to get rid of it all. But you have to remember that you are the light and you have the power to overcome the darkness that exists in the world. Light up the darkness, Bob Marley. That's a good quote right there. Thank you, Joe. Appreciate that. I appreciate that. Uh, Christy says he was trying to stop a fight. He wasn't fighting. The cops had other ways to subdue a person. He doesn't deserve to be shot in the back. I would be 100. If we, since we all doing speculation, I want y'all to, I want y'all to uh, hear me out on this, right? Police get called to the scene. You have two women and a guy, right? You see the women fighting. Police uh, come up asking people what's going on. Could be a possibility that, you know, the guy, you know, like we're not going to act like, you know what I'm saying? Like when the police roll up, we don't, you know what I'm saying? Just be up there like, yes, sir. No, sir. Not all the time. So everybody kind of heated and stuff like that. Police probably intervened. Dude probably went back and forth with the police. Police went to the car, probably checked him out or whatever like that. Saw the type, you know what I'm saying? Probably saw his record, came back out. And who knows? You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe that's the reason why they decided to detain him. Maybe he had something on his record he needed to answer for. I, I mean, how is it that a person that is breaking up a fight ends up the person that's supposed to be going to jail? Unless, you know what I'm saying, the police found something on him. It's kind of similar to, like, I think it was like when T.I. and his friend uh, was coming back to, uh, I guess, it's where his house is. You know, they got to stop at the gate for security or whatever like that. And the security car called the police on T.I. And it turns out that T.I.'s friend actually had a warrant and they arrested T.I.'s friend. So I'm, I'm, I'm just speculating here. Maybe that's one of those situations. 
maybe the guy was like, man, I'm breaking up the fight. I'm breaking up the fight. What y'all doing this to me for? Man, I ain't doing nothing. He probably was disgusted at the fact. And maybe that's the reason why things escalated the way that it did. I'm just, I'm like I said, I'm just, I'm just speculating. I ain't saying it's true, but I'm just saying, why is the guy that's breaking up a fight? Why is he the center of attention all of a sudden when he's only trying to intervene to try to break up two females that's fighting? I mean, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just speculating, folks. It's not the truth. I, well, I don't know if it's the truth or not. I'm just speculating. I don't mind uh, what the NBA is protesting, but it's something that cannot be fixed within a matter of days, weeks, months, or even years. So no more sports. Uh, Josh, that's a good point. Uh, that's a good question. Uh, no, it's not going to change. Uh, it's not going to change in a day or a week or a month. But every change started one day, okay? Like, I mean, somebody made up in their mind that we're not going to take it anymore. Right? Or let's just say, for example, let's just use this. A person that feels like they have to lose a certain amount of weight, okay? They look at themselves and be like, man, I'm tired of looking like this, feeling this way, feeling sluggish. I'm going to change they wake up one morning, they go get a, a gym membership. They wake up one morning, uh, they tie up their running shoes, and they start walking around their block. It starts one day, okay? So it had to start somewhere. So maybe this is the day that we started. Uh, Smoke List uh, YT says, what's good, TJ? As a 16-year-old, I'm not really a fan of this political stuff, especially voting for president and stuff. But I think it's a popularity contest, but you speaking facts. Oh, no, no doubt about it. Man. I appreciate it, Smokeless. Uh, I, I agree with you. Um, this is a popularity contest, brother. It is. Um, I don't really, I, I honestly, I don't look for politicians to lead me. I don't, okay? I am a leader, okay? I mean, I, I feel like I'm the person that is going to lead myself you know what i'm saying I, I am going to be the person to make the right decisions i am going to be the person that makes sure that my family is straight you know if i leave this world and i close my eyes and it's the last time you ever hear me talk i want to leave this world knowing that i went hard for my family and i left no stone left unturned uh as far as my life is concerned uh politicians you know they're going to tell you what you want to hear in order to get your vote you know, in my honest opinion, do do politicians care about us? Uh, I think some politicians start off caring, but uh, when you have the uphill battle of lobbyists and and you know, I you know, quit quo quo, I I scratch your back, you scratch mine. When you got that kind of stuff going on, it's only a matter of time before guys have to change the way that they 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 maneuver if they want to stay in that same position they're in. So they go wherever the wind blows. Kind of reminds me of the of the uh the tree um across from where me and my wife stay like anytime the wind blows anytime out here in myrtle beach uh you know the wind starts blowing that tree just starts rocking left and right you know what i'm saying that's, that's kind of how i feel about politicians they're they're going to do what's in the best interest of them before they start thinking about us because we have to think about it this way for all the people that's like man tj you don't know what you're talking about think about this how many times have we had government shutdowns and the government shutdown is taking place because you have the House and the Senate. They can't reach some type of common ground. OK, and we see 10 days, 20 days, 
30 days, you know what I'm saying, of people being out of work. But they getting paid, so it's not like they're in a hurry to try to create change, right? Because y'all may be out of work, but we not. So I don't know. I think that tells us a lot. Uh, House of Wigger says, uh, I experienced something just like this. Called the police to break up a fight at a party that I was DJing, and I ended up in jail. I called them and ended up in jail. I'm not saying nothing I don't already know, folks. I'm not. I mean, I look, I'm, you know what I'm saying? My mom protected me as much as she could, man. Was I born in the projects? No. You know what I'm saying? Was I raised in the project? No. But the but the area that I stayed in, man, they had some tough customers. And yes, there were situations where the police was patrolling the block. And I know for a fact that a lot of times, uh, you know, the person that ended up calling the police, the person that ended up, you know what I'm saying, intervening, sometimes be the one that gets held off the jail. So I, I don't know. that that It does happen. I'm going to take a few more, man, and then we're going to go ahead and get up out of here. James says NBA should be more uh, to Europe, uh, take their money out of the U.S. economy than maybe the people at the top will finally understand. Hit them where it hurts the most. Yeah, man. I don't know about them uh, relocating to Europe. Uh, if they do, man, then, you know, the power that they do possess to create change is taken with them. So I don't I don't agree with that particular point, James, but I do feel like you need to hit them where it hurts, you know, from an economic standpoint. Dwayne says, please read my comments, TJ. Just bleep the parts you need. Uh <laughs> Dwayne, if 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 you putting uh you know expletives on the on the uh, on the uh state of the saints, man, I can't put it up here. I mean, we got like we said, man, we just gave smokeless, smokeless 16, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know for a fact, man, I got my my nephew who is nine years old watching this, man. I, I don't I don't want to put it up there. I read it. Okay, I'll I'll read it, but uh because you're my guy, but I can't put it up on the screen like I'm doing most of them. And honestly, I can't find it because uh we've been down to three quite a bit, man. So feel free to copy and paste it. And I and I not read it. Just cause you're my guy, but I ain't putting it up on the screen, man. I can't do that. <laughs> uh let's see. Sure, let's have sports. Uh just uh let have all the white NBA and NFL. And see how that works out. Uh, that comment alone is a problem. Black is cool for entertainment, but a, a normal human being's rights. Uh, uh, Brandon, look, I, I don't want to make this a black and white thing when it comes to the sports, um, you know, because I feel like uh, for the most part, you know, uh, white players are supporting the, the African-American players. Okay, so. I don't want it to be that way. I don't want us to divide, you know what I'm saying, some of the people that are becoming allies, you know what I'm saying, in the fight uh, for racial equality. But I don't know, man. I just feel like people just need to change the way that they think sometime and open up uh, to other people's opinion. Jermaine says, uh, this is a great place to talk about our collective experience as Americans. Sports is a microcosm of society. Uh, that's That means uh it unites us and how we can solve problems and how to be winners jermaine i mean man bless you brother you always uh come through with the optimism ever since i've known you man jermaine is my frat brother man um 
we went to college at around the same time. He went to USM, uh, University of Southern Mississippi. I was at Jackson State. And um, all the conversation we have, man, I always remember you, man, you know, with the positivity. And, you know, we haven't, like, been in the same room for almost, uh, i say about, mm, give or take, about 12 years, man. But, you know, you always come through with that, that positivity. And I agree, man. Sports is something that brings us all together. I don't think if it was for sports, a lot of us wouldn't even be having conversations with each other, you know, because sports brings us together because no matter if you're black, white, Hispanic, Asian, uh, you know, Middle Eastern, you know, sports brings us together. If you're a fan of the team, you know, you're having conversations at games, you're hugging each other when your team does good, you're, you're upset, you're, you're expressing your, your, your displeasure if the the field goal no good at the last minute or catch uh, went through the receiver hands at the last minute. It brings us together. So. Mm -hmm. Let's see. Uh, I see you keep on putting the arrows up there. Dwayne, I, I mean, we got the arrows. I see the arrows, man, but I don't see the comments. I don't see the comment that you put up there. Jimmy says of losing viewers and money. Uh. I, I would assume there was something else that you wanted to say on that, Jimmy. I'd rather a vocal enemy uh, like Trump than a silent ally. Policy can change tomorrow. Don't feed into this might take years or whatever. Uh, well, I mean, that's your prerogative. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I don't look, I don't knock nobody for, you know what I'm saying? So selecting Donald Trump or whatever. You know what I'm saying? That's your choice. You know what I'm saying? Like, if that's if that's the way you roll, that's the energy that you want, you know what I'm saying? Fine. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I ain't knocking nobody for that. Whatever your political view is, rather it be for Biden, rather it be for, you know what I'm saying? You, if you was a Bernie Sanders guy when he was in, rather you're a Trump guy. Like, I just want you, I just want people to pay attention to what's going on in the world. And, you know, and understand that these politicians are going to tell you everything that you need to, that you want to hear. News stations, in some cases, are going to tell you everything that you want to hear. That's why if you like, if you're a Democrat or you're a liberal or something like that, man, you don't need to just watch CNN. Sometimes you got to know what the other channel is talking about, too. You know what I'm saying? And vice versa. I just feel like uh, we need to, like, understand one another. We need to, like, stop living in a bubble and, and stop feeding or trying to gravitate to things that make us feel more, you know, make us feel right about ourselves. Like, I know I'm right. Look what this person is saying. Oh, it's not your fault. It's their fault. Yeah, you know what? You're right, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, we love to hear how, how, how we're just marveling and, and, and how people love us and how right we are. Like, we, boy, boy, we breathe all that in. You know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> I mean, look, I love my friends. I promise you, I'm, I'm trying to make a point here. You know, I got friends right now. I can call them right now, tell them a story. They will tell me about myself, okay? They'll be like, nah, nah, TJ, you wrong, bro. You know what I'm saying? In this case, you know what I'm saying? They don't even call me TJ. They say, Tim, man, Tim, you wrong, man. Like, Tim, uh, you shouldn't have did that. Tim, you need to apologize. Tim, I don't think that was a good idea. You need people like that in your life, okay? You need people like that to, to help you do some soul searching. You can't just follow everybody just because, okay, man, I want to feel right. I don't know if I, I should feel this way. Nah, you 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 should feel this way. And here's why. Nah, man, nah, bro. Give me the real. 
Uh, let's see. Dwayne says, dumb Bruce Arian just said protesting is crap and it doesn't prove a thing. Just now on the NFL network. Uh, if fools like that uh that turn a blind eye on things, they are that are really happening. I have to see that in context um before I make a comment on that. I don't want to believe that Bruce Arians said something like that. Uh, Dwayne, I'm not saying that that didn't happen. I just need to see it in real time in order for me to comment on that. Uh, James said, thank you for clarifying your last statement. Uh, no problem. Uh, Robert says, everyone needs to take accountability for their own actions before judging others. Uh, that's a good point. You know, I, I do think we need to do that sometimes, but I, I do think we need to open up as well. And understand like how certain situations may make a person feel. Yeah, folks, but we're about to go ahead and get up out of here, man. I thank y'all very much for tuning in to the State of the Saints podcast. This has been refreshing. Um, this has been a very good podcast, man. Shouts out to all of you uh who comment. Uh thank all of you that are first time uh, viewers of the podcast. Look, I'll talk about the New Orleans Saints. Uh I focus on that. I mean Y'all see how we've been rolling for the state from the uh for the state of the Saints podcast over the past month. I try to get the best uh, uh people to, uh, to interview to give you all a, a more close in depth look at what's going on inside Saints uh the Saints facility. Uh, but at the same time, man, we got to talk about this real stuff too, okay? And it's because it, it is affecting the world at large, and um, you know, some things are going to have to change, man, and uh, it's going to have to start somewhere. You know, I don't know who exactly said that, uh, but, it, you know, I think it was uh, Joe Fox, I believe, uh, was talking about change taking place. I mean, this may be the day. Uh, this may be the moment that will change everything. May not be, but I'm just glad we're having this conversations, man. Y'all be y'all have a good day, man. Uh, y'all enjoy the rest of your day. Uh, I'll be back a little bit later. Um, uh, if you have not already, please subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com search the state of the saints podcast. Also on facebook.com search the state of the saints podcast. And you can also check out the audio form of the state of the saints podcast on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio. And I'm asking you all to please uh, subscribe to, uh, those, uh, particular, uh, streaming apps because, um, we're really trying to push the audio version of the state of the saints podcast. And, and pretty soon, folks, uh, the, the interviews that I'm going to be conducting are going to be exclusively uh, on the audio podcast. So if you want to uh, hear some of the uh, interviews that I conduct with some of the reporters and some of the Saints players, uh, you're going to have to check it out on the audio podcast, man. So trying to push the podcast, trying to give you all the best content that we possibly can and uh, just giving you something that you all can enjoy. Till next time, all I got to say is, who that?